for all your financial needs. This is Money Talks. Anybody that doesn't believe that I'm a millennial can listen to the music we got this week, and they have to question it at least. I mean, <laughs> right? I'm pretty sure Kelly Lynn just said this was her music. Uh, yeah, but I'm playing. <laughs> she doesn't speak. This is me. It's the me show starring me. It's me. Me, me, me. Yeah. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Shauna Theriault and Melanie Wells. And yes, Kelly Lynn is standing by. She is our producer, and she does a great job of taking care of the show, making sure that it gets on, and uh, I mean, always and makes cutting it... you off when you're long-winded. Not that you oh, ever I mean, are. She she Never. usually edits that out when I'm not looking, and have no say in it. Uh, it's it's kind of probably what my wife does. Only you know she she does it while I'm sitting there looking at it. It's like eh, no no no, none of this matters to me. Shut up. It's one of those kind of things. Anyway, if uh, you would like to have your questions answered on the air, we'd love to hear from you. That's kind of why we do this. Um, you can reach us on our question hotline at 1-855-429-9166. The way this works, you call in, um, you'll get our recording, you leave your question and whatever else you'd like to leave on there. Uh, we will play your question back on the air and uh, provide our answer right behind it. Now, if you prefer to talk to a human being, you can call us at 770-429-9166. You can ask for our radio show producer, Kelly Lynn. Kelly Lynn will get us our question, and uh, we will answer that again on the air for you. Now, if you don't like to talk to people at all, don't want to pick up the phone, you can email us. Of course, you could email us from your phone, so maybe you That's have to pick it up. That's all millennials do. Exactly, yeah. Well, I'm hipster enough to even know that. <laughs> we don't use phones. We just use them to text. Right. So uh, our email Address is drgene at hensler.com, D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, you can also go to our website, which is hensler.com, spelled in the same way, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R. And uh, you can find some of the answers you might have uh, to your questions without asking us a thing. Uh, we do have some of the more broad topics. If it's very specific, you'll want to probably contact us. Um, but that is how you find us, and we're also on social media, so if you want to contact us that way, you can do so. All right, so um, we've got uh, a few questions we wanted to go to from our listeners. Today we've got uh, Robin from Woodstock, and Robin writes, How do I generate earned income for my one-year-old child so that I can legally contribute to an IRA for them? Well, that's quite a concept. I thought child labor was against the law. <laughs> I mean, you can get your two-year-old to go push a lawnmower, right? Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Hey, this is my son, three toes. <laughs> <laughs> three toes. No. Nope. Yeah. Uh, That's anyway. funny, though. I actually had a client ask me the same question this week. He just started his new business and has a daughter who's about two and a half, and he wants to hire her as a model, like a child model, to take photos of her for his website and his marketing materials and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. He was like, does this you know, count as earned income so I can do an IRA for her? And that's the key, and, right? Yeah. Earned income is the key. They have to work in some capacity in order to earn 
money to put in an IRA. And it has to be legitimate work. Right. For reasonable wage. You can't be... pay you can't pay that model a thousand dollars an hour. It has to be yeah the kind of market rate for whatever the job is. So. And and you can find that market rate probably on what the Bureau of Labor Statistics, I would imagine, would be a good guide. Probably. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good public Googling. I don't know. Maybe contact a few I agencies. I bet the Gerber baby or, made a lot yeah. more than oh, that yeah. though. Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> that picture looks yeah. like it's from the twenties. It, right. it is from the twenties, isn't mm-hmm. it? The other 20s, 1920s, not next year and beyond. Gosh, that is so hard to believe, isn't it? We're almost there. Sounds like very futuristic, doesn't it? Well, next year, all the way into next year. Anyway, that is that is a legitimate uh, strategy. Absolutely. I I know that uh, the the legal labor uh, abilities for a one or two year old child might be difficult, but if you were going to take their picture and put it on your website. Sure. Uh, you know, that's that's legitimate. If they have to sit there and look pretty, I guess that they're earning it. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean legitimate. Models get paid, so why can't a model be a one-year-old child? It's legitimate for some of us. I don't think that I could sit and look pretty. <laughs> I believe I would struggle with that. <laughs> you have to pay people to know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to well, I mean, you, you know. I, I'm more like the uh, the guy that's going to be sitting on the dunk tank. No, oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. We should do that. Wow, that would be great. Now she's trying to also. Strat- that's a, I, I say a it as a joke. Summer thing to do this summer. Shauna takes after me. Just wants to. We could put it on. We could put cause it viral. Me bodily harm. We could put it viral on the Facebook page. Yeah. Only you if I get dunked. to wear swimmies. I gotta <laughs> have the. Oh, the I have the, oh gosh, that would even yeah. be funnier. See, we could pay you for this, that. and then it's earned income. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But I am a little older than one year old. That's true. So. Well, I would say to Robin too, if she did that, you know, if you do that, then I would suggest setting up a custodial Roth IRA yes. and putting the money there and saving it there because it grows tax-free. You don't forever, you know, forever. And, yeah. and, you know, depending on what the income of the child is, it's probably not going to be that much if it's, you know, so the tax is going to be low, right? Dollars. Exactly. So it's not even worth the tax deduction, if any, because you still get the standard deduction. It's so, you know, you could put some of the money in the Roth and allow it to grow tax-free. So, and so it, could, it would be a custodial Roth IRA because that child could not sign yet. Yeah, not until they're 18, right? Exactly. Yeah, the age of consent, exactly. is that what it is? Absolutely. So, age of majority. Majority, mm-hmm. that's it. And I actually in Georgia, it's 21. It defaults to 21, but they can set up an account when they're 18. But if you have a custodial account, it does not get released until to age 21 unless you specify otherwise. Wow. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's too is good information. Right, absolutely. Even if you just have a regular custodial, custodial account. account. Right. All right. Well, uh, good answer, guys. Uh, appreciate that. Um, so uh, we got another one here, James from Atlanta. So I came across an article, blue chip stocks that will lose you money. Uh, there's plenty of those around. Uh, yes, I know it's a sensational headline, but I own at least three of them. Oracle, Gilead, Sci- Gilead Sciences, and Lowe's companies. Do I need to sell or am I losing money compared to some other high flyer? Uh, I want to be in my stock for the long haul. So here's the thing. If you find a stock that's out of favor, no matter what it is, generally they're going to have a valuation that's a bit more attractive than others. The thing you want to make sure of is that you're not buying into something that is a value trap. I believe that uh, Oracle has recently, you know, we had, I've even had clients filter questions to me about uh, about Oracle, you know, um, Warren Buffett says he doesn't understand the way Oracle makes money. Well, it's somewhat easy to figure out. Most everybody in technology, Oracle included, is making money on uh, the cloud these days. 
many of their their uh, devices and software uh, are aimed at uh, maybe a smaller, like a uh, cloud for a specific business. Uh, they they have uh, subscription models. It is a, a very good, legitimate business. I do recommend it. Um, you know, if you look at uh, the three-year growth in revenues, 32.2%, that's not too bad. You look at uh, earnings growth over the last five years, 656 Where it all shakes out, though, is the analysts are kind of on the stock saying that it's probably going to contract. Earnings are going to contract by 1.5% over the next three to five years. Um, I'll be honest with you, the way that uh, the way that they're looking right now, I'm a fan of Oracle. I wouldn't worry about that one. Um, the other one is Gilead. Uh, Gilead had the the misfortune of uh, curing hepatitis C, and why I say that is, uh, when when a uh, healthcare company actually cures a disease, it dampens their future prospects. Oh, and Gilead just did that so uh you know you see the commercials all over the television nowadays i think it's like a 12 week uh dosage process and you are totally cured from hep c uh that being the case well that's they, exciting it really is it's awesome that's stuff great you know it's uh it's probably the first of of uh one of the major diseases you see out there that i've seen in my career where it was cured by one of these healthcare companies so that's great uh, it is great news for humanity not so much for the investors behind it, but what I think we'll we'll see is uh, you know they'll continue to build their pipeline. I again am a am a huge fan there. Uh, the other stock that you said you held was Lowe's. Um, I don't currently recommend Lowe's, although it does meet our criteria for investment based on uh, financial strength and safety. Uh, the thing that I would say is you know there's another company in town that is a direct competitor with Lowe's, none other than Home Depot. Um, when you look uh, at Lowe's versus Home Depot, Lowe's does look cheaper, um, and it also has lower debt. Now, you know, you look at the debt to equity numbers on on the Lowe's, 445.2%. Um, that's a pretty tough pill to swallow. You look at debt to assets, it's about 47%. So half of their assets are are uh, covered in debt. Um you know, I I just really think it's probably not the best time to be investing in in those uh, those home stores. Really, more based on where I believe we are within the uh, economic cycle. And by the way, the economic cycle is not dead. We didn't no. fix that. We will have another recession at some point in the future. It's been 10 years, quite a long run. But in reality, it's uh, you know we're we're we didn't fix that yet. The Fed is uh, maybe consumer is staples. Yeah, oh, I would love consumer staples. If, you, right. if you're going to do that, I would say, you know, of the three that you're talking about, I'd probably sell Lowe's and find me a good consumer staple company. Maybe Procter & Gamble right. uh, is, is a great choice. Absolutely. Um, you know, but they all look, uh, they all look somewhat um, attractive at this point. Anyway, uh, we've got a few more financial questions, and we would like to answer, actually get a two-in-one here. Uh, Darren from Morrow says... Uh, or asks, what's the difference between a direct and an indirect rollover? Aiden from Dallas asks a similar question, or at least related, uh, do I need a financial advisor to manage my 401k rollover? So, you guys being the financial planners, 
should surely have an awesome answer to the direct versus indirect as far as the advisor. Of course, it's always going to be yes. You're asking a financial advisor if you need a financial advisor. I mean, who would say no to that? Right. Anyway, we can expand on that, but uh, you guys got a an answer as to the direct versus indirect? We do. So really the difference is if you are paying or not paying, but rolling over the amount from your employer plan, 401k, 403b, whatever it is, directly to another institution, or if they are writing the check out to you first and then you are taking it to the financial institution. So most plans will offer an option to do it directly, and really that's the best way to do it. There's no question of that money coming to you or if it's going to be taxable, if you can make it within the 60-day rollover window. Um, doing it directly is the ideal way to do it. Well, and also some of the plans mandate that if you take it, even if you intend on rolling it over, they withhold 20% automatically. Right. For tax. Right, yeah. for federal tax. So if you take it in hand, they may withhold that 20%. You know, they have to roll it over. So uh, it's better to ask that question if they do that because most plans do the withholding if you take it directly. Mm -hmm. um, so it's better to roll it directly. Now, they can mail you the check made payable to that new custodian or wherever your IRA is. Um, so they can send it to you, but we recommend having it made payable directly to right. the institution. Because you don't want it made payable to yourself. Right. Because really the then that's the, the big taxable question. Comes right. In. right. And it's not only the tax, but there's a penalty on that as well if right. you're taking mm -hmm. your money. So the process kind of works. Well, what do you you open the account first at whatever right. custodian you're going to have? Exactly. So you open a four you open a 401k rollover or IRA IRA rollover, rollover. and and then you tell them where the money's going to be coming from. Exactly. And quite often the custodian will handle everything else, right? Well, a lot of time for, for plan rollovers, um, many times the, the custodian can help from the receiving firm, but many times you have to go directly to your old employer because they have their own internal forms that they fill out to either show you're retired or terminated, whatever, et cetera. And then, you know, then they work with a financial institution to roll it over. All right. So there's usually forms you fill out to give to your current employer and where it's currently held. All right. So we answered the question, direct is best, so you don't right. have any questions from the, from the IRS. Right. The next question is, do I need an advisor for my 401K? So really what we need to talk about is how different the 401K rollover or IRA rollover is from a 401K. I, I mean, it, it is different because usually in a 401k, you only have limited investment options. You have right. a fund lineup or something like that. And those are determined by your employer usually right. uh, and maybe right. even an investment advisor that's in, involved in the process. And of them. I mean, I've seen as low as two or three options mm -hmm. and up to maybe 20 or so. But right. I mean, compared to the options that you would have outside of a 401k. Kind of the sky's the limit right. with a with an IRA rollover. So you can buy individual stocks. You could keep those mutual funds if you really like them. You could buy exchange-traded funds. You can buy bonds, mm -hmm. individual right. bonds. Which, you know, nine, in a rising interest rate environment, bond values are going to go down. And so, what, which we have had a rising interest rate environment, now we're possibly talking about decline. But sure. um, at any rate, you know, I wouldn't want to be in bond funds right now. No, not bond funds. I, and that's what I you totally be in an I, a 401k. Absolutely. If, if, you, right. if this is your 10-year money that you're going to live off of if you're getting close to retirement, 
you know, if bond funds is the only option in the 401k, then that's all you have. And some of them are okay if the duration is short enough, meaning how far out the manager is going. And also sensitivity to the interest rate changes. Exactly. Duration ties into that. Exactly. But if you have the option of rolling it out and putting in an IRA and managing it on your own, then you can really control the quality better. You can control, um, you know, have more control over your funds. Right. Um, and and then definitely seek an advisor to help you with that. Yeah, you can you can. I mean, because now you're opening you're, you're opening the windows to thousands of different investments, and, and trying to get through all that is Figuring is difficult. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still going to be you know no tax consequences until you take right. the money out. Both right. of them are going right. to be the same there. Uh, still going to have the penalty if you take it before 59 and a half. Right. Mm-hmm. Before your age 59 and a half. Uh, so they're similar in some ways, but really the big aspect that makes the the rollover IRA different is the flexibility for the investments within the within the fund itself. You can buy so much more and and not have to worry so much about you know what you've got. Um, uh, what you've got as far as a, a mutual fund. And to Melanie's point, you know, you do see those 401k plans that have three or four uh, options. You see those that have 10 or 15. The the true mandate for the trustee of those 401ks is to make sure that the participants have enough investment options to become diversified. And they're a fiduciary to do that. They are. That's, that's their fiduciary duty. Mm-hmm. They really don't have the leeway in most cases to give you investment advice. Right. Uh, they can't. And they usually seek an advisor for that to help. Exactly. Or at least some resource within the, the, the platform that they use. The question we get a lot is, well, since IRAs are so much better or sound so much better, can I do it now even if I'm still working? Um, you know, we get that question a lot, mm-hmm. don't we, Melanie? And possibly. So typically you can't unless you have a separation of service of some sort, but there are some plans that allow for in-service distributions after a certain age where it allows you maybe once, sometimes indefinitely, to do an in-service distribution and roll a portion out to the IRA. Mm -hmm. So if you're nearing retirement, um, usually there's an age limit to that or an age start, I believe 50 off the top of my head. But, you know, if you're over this age, then they allow in-service distributions. So you could potentially move the assets out at some point, even when you're still working there. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is, you know, an option. But something to think about, though, I don't want to throw another thing in there, but if you have concentrated stock in your 401k, Talk to an advisor first before selling it or before rolling anything because there are, you know, some options with respect to that stock. And when you say concentrated stock, it's usually the company that you work for allows you to buy stock in the company uh, while you were an employee of that company. Exactly. And and it doesn't always mean just because it's in an IRA that there aren't some potential tax implications, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So, so there's there's options available to get maybe get it out of there as capital gain property instead of in your income. There you go. So but you have to do it before you take any money out. So um you know there's there's that option as well. And for that reason, uh you know, your your HR department might be able to help you, but it it's always best if you can't get the right answers, call an advisor. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of what we're here for. I will make one more uh, plug at uh, Hensler Financial. Our number is 770-429-9166. You can call anytime. You can ask for Melanie Wells. You can ask for Shauna Theriault. Uh, either one can help you with any of this stuff. I'm just the lunkhead that's on the radio, so don't ask for me. <laughs> uh, I could help you all day if, if your question is about uh, what stock to pick, because that's kind of my forte, the analyst here. 
All right, so uh, that's going to end our show. But before we go, Sean, mark it up or down? Up. Melanie? Definitely up. There we go. You know me. I'm the broken record. Troy Harmon, always up. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.